Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. James and Jake to bring you through all the Wednesday news this week. There's not a lot of it, but there is some very, very key points to talk about and a match with some controversy. But as always, we don't start the normal podcast straight away. You can tell when people dip in and out of this podcast. This podcast is built on rambling for the first 20 or so minutes. There is a skip button, certain commenters. Use it. (laughs) But for our community that we have been with for quite some time and we generally chat, how has your week been, Jake, my friend? It's not been bad, you know. It's that weird thing. You know where the weather's like just suddenly changed and like your mood changed? Like, I hate when the clock go back because it's like you wake up, it's dark, you go pick kid up from school, it's dark. So I'm trying to like get myself upbeat and try and do stuff. I'll be honest with you, Wednesday didn't help that last week at all it was a bit of a show let's put it that way but it's been good i've been slowly getting things sorted uh today's a bit of a scary date though mate it being the 6th of november means the 30 days to lock up another child and in here i've already started prepping for in here the baby bouncer oh god there's going to be a, a child behind you we had a conversation the other day didn't we we said we were saying how can (laughs) we get you back as quickly as possible because the podcast the the podcast is built on you and me chatting rubbish so it was like you went well do you know what i used to just put the other baby (laughs) the other baby poor lass uh the other baby she used to just go behind me when i used to be recording videos she, so. she either used to go behind me or i have one of these like it's like a baby lap thing and they sit here and <laughs> i can imagine me doing a potty you can just see a baby top go you're like it's the baby okay yeah, but i got to be very quiet it, it's <laughs> gonna be a new chapter of the podcast where all of a sudden jake is sick to pond during the middle <laughs> yeah. of a recording. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think, yeah. I think we've worked out well that the first six months isn't the issue for the podcast. It's when my lack go back to work and it'll be September time where we have to get everything sorted because our lack worked yeah. from home for most of her job and then she goes in two days a week. Now, nine times at yeah. ten, she'll probably be able to just do the hour baby and then I'll take hour back. I'll take the baby and do the rest of it. It's, it's about changing stuff and working stuff out. We'll be fine. We're good at ad living. <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about that. We want to keep you and me as much as possible. Um, obviously, we've got Jack to do bits, comes on monthly sort of thing. We'd, we'd probably potentially down the line look for somebody else to contribute a little bit, a little bit. We don't want to make build it too much. Yeah. But having people that can come on and sort of offer a different perspective is actually quite refreshing sometimes. Um, mm. But we do very much want to keep it at the core of what we've got with, you know, different perspectives coming on to keep it fresh as well. So it's and, something that and we'll I explore. Ca- I, can't, I can't not talk to you because as my other half says, you're my Monday wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's your week been, my friend? Um, it's all right. It's been all right. I had a couple of days off. I had... Um, but only a, only a couple really, and a lot of it was life admin stuff. Uh, oh, we went that reminds shop- me, they got that Spider Man controller at game at my local. Still. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll can you get you it, afterwards. please? I I'll beat you afterwards, and I'll go and see if I can get it. 
these because I was thinking this the other day. I was like, have you got it for me yet? <laughs> because I, I haven't got it at any of my local games. Um, but yes, I went around. Um, we got a lot of life, life admin stuff done, just trying to trying to do some bits. Soph didn't have any days off when I had a couple of days off last week. So it was sort of like I was just trying to get some bits done. Playing quite a bit of Spider-Man, actually. I finished Spider-Man uh, with some good. free time. Uh, it's it's very good. It's buggier than I expected. You know, I will say, like, people gave Bethesda a lot of stick for, like, their bugs mm. over time. But I had less bugs in S- Starfield than I did Spider-Man. in Spider-Man. And I, and I can't believe I'm saying that because I play both consoles and I play yeah. a lot. And I saw nobody really mentioning the spider-man bugs but ev- there is this sort of like thing about everybody wants to have a go at xbox and a go at bethesda now they belong to xbox and a go at activision now they belong to yeah. xbox and i'm like can't we just all enjoy everything i like both consoles yeah that's the problem like you're the not games. allowed to do that like it's against the law apparently to like pc xbox and playstation all at the same time like there's they've all got really decent stuff the thing is the thing i'm, I'm currently playing the robocop uh rogue city Really like I heard that's pretty good. It's actually. Really good, like, actually. Got some good. It's reviewing RPG it sort of elements. like a seven, but I recommend it. Looks, it. Yeah, I, have I think you enjoy um, it. I... I think it's one of those things that I will uh, have a look at. But yeah, to be honest though, Spider Man, it is a flawless game. It is a, not a flawless game, but a flawless like sort of like Spider Man experience. Yeah. Do you know, like in terms of like game quality, it's absolutely fantastic. The the city is beautiful. It looks incredible. The, the moving's brilliant. They've brought in, like, this web sort of, like, gliding feature, which I'm not a massive fan of, but it does help you get around the city because, obviously, it's in different parts now and you're going mm. across water a little bit more, so you've got, not got things to attach webs to yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it was nice. I've not really been gaming. I've been so busy that, believe it or not, that I've not really <laughs> been doing much of that. So, um, yeah. yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing the FIFA Revolutions as well. Um, I've I've... Managed to get a back line of Wednesday players now in Ultimate Team that are evolved. I've oh, nice. Got a se- I've got, it's not, they're not amazing, but I've got like a 77 rated Liam Palmer. Um, I've still got the 71 Awekwe, but I'm going to try and put him into another evolution. I've got the, I've got a 76 rated Bernard. Yeah. Which is not too bad. Um, and a 72 rated Reese James. But Reese James is one that you should really look out for if you're playing EAFC at the minute with the um, ultimate team because he's got the center mid position as well. So he fits in a lot of evolutions. Ah. Um, and it's the same with Palmer because he's got the central defensive midfielder position. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you something. No, I'm, I'm, waiting, cur- I'm currently doing Windass to get an 81 rated Windass. You up? I'm waiting for the squad update because the squad update should give you Bailey Kadamatri in the team. I don't know if he'll go in ultimate team, but you should go no, into it. No, but... I, I, it, <laughs> Yeah, no. It will, it yeah. will make it will make a good career mode unless you want to do a player career mode as well. You could do use yeah. that player. So I'm kind of looking forward to that just so I can try and improve him because if I can make him a damn good strike, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I, I'm enjoying Ultimate Team more than I ever have because of the evolutions because it gives you the players. Like yeah. funnily enough, I actually in one of the evolutions I couldn't fit in any wins Wednesday players in. I put in Knight 
<laughs> who got banners sent off. <laughs> I put in night like a month ago, and then I was like, oh gosh. So your because he's got because he's got he's got a lot of positions he's good, as a right he? back, but he can be yeah. a cam as well and stuff. And and like um, so I had him at like I got him to like a seven. I want a basically a good links championship team. Yeah. Um, I'm I currently can't like they can paid put, two million for him from Derby. Well, that's the thing. I if you watch my last career mode as well, Knight got us to the Premier League on that career mode. Yeah, he mode. did, didn't he? Yeah. So it's like I signed him from Derby when we were in league uh, when we just got promoted to the Championship, and yeah. he was like our Championship sort of like central midfielder until we got down the line. He he grew he grew quite a lot with us. But yes, um, that's all the virtual talk out of the way. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. Just. Just getting around all of those things. Um, I'd also, before we before we get into any of the other topics today, um, we just wanted to, me and Jake and behalf of Talking Wednesday, wanted to send our thoughts to Beastie Steve and his family because he provided an update on his health situation this morning and unfortunately it's uh, not good news. So we just wanted to say that um, all our thoughts are with you. We see, I can see sort of um, how much he's fighting this and yeah. it's admirable and... Um, my thoughts are with you and Jake, if you've got anything because to add. Uh, I, it's one of those things, he's a little bit like Tango. He's always ever present as a Wednesday fan. You see him at the games, if you've ever sat next to him, it's such a whirlwind of emotion when he sat with his daughter and they're just doing the Wednesday thing. It's one of those things where it'll be a big myth to the community, but our thoughts are with you and your family at this time and we just hope you can make the most of what's going on till whenever it does happen. Yeah, because it's all because as as Jake was saying there, it's already a miss that the fact that you can't currently get to Hillsborough. And um, as I as I mentioned uh, recently, the sooner you can get back there and see this Danny Rule team, um, the, the better. better. So all our yeah. thoughts with you and your family, mate. So moving on to this week's podcast, uh, remember you can leave us reviews, uh, join our Discord mem- under membership, all sort of things like that um, available for Talking Wednesday. Follow us on all of our socials where we'll keep you up to date if there's any movement on a, on a podcast or if a live podcast is coming, that's at Talking Wed on Twitter slash X, which is weird still. yeah, um, It's going to be like the f- artist, artist formerly known as Prince. The yeah, it's going to be like for a while. Twitter, isn't it? Sadly, yep. yeah. But before we get into the football topic, we're bringing one of these back. Remember to write these in, they're fun. So Maple Leaf writes in a community topic and says, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Nothing dodgy, like more wishes. Now, I feel like we might have answered this once, but I don't know if we did. So have we answered this before? I think we have, but I think it's been a long time. So so shall we redo it? We could, because we haven't had a silly one in a while, have we? No. Go on. Um... I would wish for my mortgage being paid off because that's just something and not having to pay that off every month would be lovely. I'd like to see <laughs> Wednesday with a stable ownership and in the premiership. <laughs> Is that really bad? So we're moving to Scotland then? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> we might actually win it then. <laughs> yeah. Um, And my third one would be a steady income because I wouldn't want like like a stupid like a million or two million because it's one of those things where it doesn't last long but a steady income that's a decent amount each month that you can just build on and save 
Okay. And one more wish. That three. I don't know. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Um, well, I I'm just going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go for unlimited money because right. if it was for just one person, it wouldn't technically crash the economy. And then I could True. use it for so many things that I could wish for. So I could wish for, like, better standard of education. I could invest in education. I could wish for... Uh, you know, better standards of housing, more accessible housing. Housing. I could invest in all of that. That with just sounds like money. you want to EMP, not wishes. <laughs> debt, debt. No, I just I, prime minister. I, I, I like to try I, and dangle I, it. Basically, yeah, basically. <laughs> now, basically, how can I make other situations better? Yeah, without completely crashing the economy. Um, is if I had unlim if I had unlimited money. Yeah. Then it's not a case of. It's a case of I can invest it in the yeah. right places where m morally my choices want to go, which is a selfish wish, but I'd like to think I could do some good with it. Do you know what it's I mean? Selfish, it's selfish, but also at the same time, doing good at the same time. Mm. That's yeah. your first one. I'm basically not just saying, because it's like, I I'm not just saying just keep printing money. Um, <laughs> and I'd also buy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Please, if you Unlimited bought Wednesday, could you, could, could you not like do statements? No, no, I'd, 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 I'd do a statement a day. I'd be like, hey, guys, this is no, the, you, the you Wednesday just buy, you, just, you just make Wednesday TV and just have a state of the address every day. Today, I got up oh and had my, my cornflakes. <laughs> um, no, but I'm also one of the people that says, like, people go, oh, well, people wish for money. It's so bad. Yeah, because money solves a lot of the world's problems. So that's your first wish. What's your second wish? Um... I would I would wish that we could get rid of crime, the majority right. of crime, like especially like the violent crimes and theft and those sort of things. Um, again, though, my unlimited money wish. If I put in things that you could reduce it, you could go the politician <laughs> route. And let's do a silly one. Um, a Spotify, a Spotify contract. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't do something stupid like Im, uh, like immortality or anything because yeah. I think that is a vain thing and I think you would get tired of living with everybody else dropping around you. Do you know what I mean? But what I would say is... That, that's a really bad conversation to have as well. What happened to your best mate? Well, I've had about 18 and it's not been looking good. <laughs> well, it, it's one of those situations, isn't it? The, uh, but I, what I would do is I would potentially want to keep my ability for my entire life. Right, yeah, yeah. So it kind of like not growing old, but growing old, but able to still do things. Yeah. yeah. So still still having like full mobility, still yeah. having, for example, I don't have an amazing voice, but it, it does get me bits of work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not having the thing when I hit my 60s and my, I lose my singing voice completely. Stuff like that. <laughs> You know, um, that would be ideal. You're going to be one <laughs> so, of yeah, those blokes would... when you hit your 60s, like, you're, you're at a working men club doing the Sunday circuit, aren't you? Yeah, well, also, <laughs> I thought I'd have no air by now. So the fact I've got this, you doing I'm, well, then. I'm, 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 I'm all right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, he says, touch wood. This is the bit where he comes on one day, it's a wig, and he's like, he's just flat bald. It's just a very good, impressive wig out of horse hair. 
Well, we're like 18 minutes into this podcast, and I think I purposely did that because some people have been moaning recently. So don't push me, all right? That's what happens. Don't poke the bear. Let's move on to the actual football part. I'm deleting any timestamps as well, by the way, just to annoy you, because usually I timestamp when we talk this much because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a bit much. I'm on one today. Um... So let's go into it. So this isn't going to get much better. Sheffield Wednesday played Bristol City this week. Jake, talk us through this one. You know what? First, first little bits into this game, I thought we were actually playing really good football, knocking it around a bit. The interesting thing that we had, Gasserman and Masaba. I'm going to say Ooh. that wrong again. Uh, Anthony. You've um, said both of them wrong. You've said Gasserman. Gasserman. Gasserman, that's it. Yeah. And Musaba. Anyway, we had both of them playing at the same time, which was interesting, because I think that's what they were brought in to do. And remember, with uh, Deji, we don't have to register him because he's under under 21. So we don't have to have that issue. But it was good to see them link up and play well with Smith down the middle. Yeah, Windaf being injured is a slight concern. But I thought we looked okay, played some decent stuff. But the turning point was the Barry Bannon sending off. Now, I still think it's a half red. It's a yellow at most because it's outside the box. Now, is it a go- is it a goal scoring opportunity for you, personally? He he got Dawson and it's Bernard not there. a clear and obvious. obvious. It's not a yeah. cl- it's not a clear goal because sc- for me, this is the thing that I've got with it. I understand why it's a card and it's a foul. For one, it was a case of Barry Bannon had his momentum, but he also knew what he was doing bringing the player down. Yeah, However, there was so much left to do. the The position was covered. The yeah. centre-backs was fully covered in the box. The keeper had adjusted his position. It would have took a really good strike from Knight to, to finish it off there. Yeah. There was a lot of work still left to do. So for me, for me, I, I think he could have potentially took another... I think Knight could have actually stayed in his feet as well, yeah. which is why it's like he could have actually stayed in his feet and got a bit further forward because it's not like he completely legged him up. He got the contact on the back of his shins and went down. The yeah, ref has been that. poor as well. I think that's like his fourth or fifth red card this season, and he's mainly done National League. And this is the thing, yeah. I'm all for referees needing to step up and learn other leagues, like League One Championship. But when something like that happens, you do question the whole refereeing stuff again. And I hate talking about games where it's... The problem is it won't get overturned, Jake, because if you look at that, if you look at that, and especially if you pause it and you don't look at it yeah. in real time and you look at the image, you go, oh, well, he yeah. could have easily shot. In, he could have easily taken a shot, couldn't he? And I'm like, well, no, that's I, not what happened. In real time, it's a we'll shocking pe- decision. I, d- I don't know if we'll appeal it. I, mm. The part of me that thinks we should, but the part of me that thinks we shouldn't, just in case it doesn't work and he gets another ban on top, because sometimes that does happen at times, depending on how the Well, no, because the thing is, right, uh, uh, usually in another ban is for violent conduct. Yeah, true. <laughs> I d- so it's is, a case of there's no way that that's but the, the case, thing, is I it? don't trust them anymore because there's no consistency. That's the issue. Mm. There's no consistency when it comes to this. It only takes someone to be sat there who's had a bad day going, well, you put an appeal in, that's stupid, I'm going to give you another ban just for appealing. You don't know anymore because that's the problem. There's no consistency. And before, and before that, what was Dawson doing? He had two people either side. He could have passed it, and he passed it to Bannon. I don't understand mm. that. That was poor judgment. And the Dawson-Vaquez situation, it's going to get talked about time and time again. And the problem is, I don't think we've got a good situation with either. I'll be honest. I think you're going to have a situation where maybe in January we're looking for a keeper because I don't think I'm convinced with 
either one of them. But I, then again, I haven't seen Vasquez in a uh, Danny Rule side playing, so we don't know. The problem you've got is you take Dawson out, you've got to take him out until at least January if you take him yeah. out now because you've got to give Vasquez a proper run. So does he try and give Dawson a couple more games and see where we're at? Because the, the problem is you need to build up a keeper's confidence as well. So yeah. you can't just keep chopping and changing them. He needs to know when he takes Dawson out, it's Vasquez until he gets a new keeper in because he can't yeah. put Dawson back in. No. I think I think you look at the game now. I think we did all right up until then. And then we had to just play the numbers. And that was the issue. Playing the numbers was the big problem. Like in that first half, um, Gazerman has a really good chance and the ball goes over to... I know what I said, Josh. Uh, I I'm not saying anything. Um a ball goes over the top to him. He checks it and takes it. And then he also has a really good run from our own box. And he just couldn't get his feet right. And it shows there's such good players in this squad that we have actually got in the summer who could be quality if we give them the time and especially under Danny Rule. And I think you got to the second half and you're thinking, right, if we can just come away from this with a draw, I'd be happy because I don't think we deserve to lose it. And the goal itself was just poor defending. It was just really yeah. bad defending by um it was I think it was DRB. No, it wasn't DRB. It was well they DRB. It might have been DRB. I can't remember. But the what the ball goes in and it's just really bad defending when the ball goes in that Sonny just doesn't manage to clear it. They're like trying to stick legs out like they do in FIFA, like when you press circle by accident and the but you don't tackle them. And it was just that kind of defending where it just doesn't fit well. And we had chances that, to score again, though. It's one of those yeah, things where we we're playing all right football, you know, and it's a case of I definitely don't think we deserve to lose that match. No, I, we deserve we deserved a point at least. For me. We're back to that situation of creating chances, but not going. The upp oppositions are creating their chance and being more clinical. And this has been the issue we've had for some time. We said we're good at making chances, but we're not clinical enough. And right, right near the end, they nearly won it 2-0. And I don't know why Dawson is going up for a corner on 90 when the five minutes out of time. I just don't get that. If it's like last kick of the game, yeah, go up. Not when the 90. I don't agree with that, Jake, in 90, because I think you, you're no. not, there's not a lot. They're, they're going to time waste a little bit in that time to try and see out the game. If you get a goal, it resets everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know he has to run back, but it's a case of like... <laughs> You might, you've only got that five minutes anyway, and the time you 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 only usually get to play about three of that anyway. You might as well go and try and edit it in and, yeah. and get a pelt on if you miss it. Do you know what I mean? Because you, we need I'm, we were I'm scrapping all, I'm for all, points. I'm all up for going for. I just don't think on the first minute and ninety the right time, kind of thing. That's my that's again, my thing. Again, again, again. I, 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 I get what you're saying completely, yeah. but it's like. I will say something, Fletch had a really good chance. It was a good free kick that came in and he just couldn't get the toe onto it. And it was a good save by their keeper. I think their keeper did really well. And the, just talking on I'm that, seeing Dawson some people try and like come up with a redemption arc for Fletcher and I just can't see it, Jake. No, I can't, <laughs> to be fair. If he scored, we would have all celebrated, but I just don't see how he fits in this squad. But let before we, before, when the corner goes in, they go on the sprint. Dawson ain't getting back. Akin absolutely just bombed it. He was yeah, just going right for it. it. And he just, you see, you see Dawson in the background smiling, going, yeah, he got this. I'm fine. <laughs> it doesn't really weird just, smile you see on Dawson's face. Do, do you know, 
Do you know, uh, um, for Mayo, is the the sign of when it's not going well, you just keep working through it and you keep doing yeah. your all because the one thing you, you can say is his attitude seems great and yeah, that sort of thing. Wednesday are 1-0 down. He knows he's probably he knows he's got to do something to even keep a hope alive. But even even just to stop was like conceding two. Mm. The desire to get back there and get that challenge in, I, I really but, like him. But, you know, but I hate that he was being played at left back, uh, being yeah. played at left back. Pre, you know, through through the time. And the fact is, it's a case of he's not a left back, but he but is still got, trying. There is a player there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think what I liked is that... Why I am I saying, imagine... do you know what I mean? Have I turned into an Oasis tribute act? I don't know what's... I'm saying it loads. What, right, what, what gets me is I can imagine from what we've seen from the uh, inside footage from the Rotherham game, is Danny on the sideline just screaming and going, go, go, go! Like, just green, yeah. and I love that. I love that. He gets so, so animated, doesn't he? He's oh, so calm so and so good. collected. Yeah. And then on the touchline, he's like, I'm like, yes! That's what you there, want. There, there were bits in this game where Chris Powell got a yellow card because he was getting annoyed with the refereeing decisions. I think it, it, he didn't rep it well. But the fact I think that we'll we appeal it. Got... I do think we'll appeal it, but I don't know if it'll get overturned. Yeah. I, I, I've got this thing, right? Even though we've been 1-0 down, the team was still busting a gut 110% to try and get something. And that's something we didn't see on the Cisco. It would just go, heads would drop. This team now actually looked like they give a damn. That they want to yes. do something. That with the whole week we've had, which we'll get into, you he just managed to calm them down, get them carried on, and go as it it will come. I the problem is if it comes, we're gonna have to do one of our usual January to end of the season runs to try and do it. But it is feeling like it's about to turn. It's just it just there's a couple of pieces missing. We know it's a striker possibly in January we need. A goalkeeper, possibly, and something. Else. But do the thing is, you look at the squad. You keep Momo Diaby. You probably send Hendrick back. Butley will get recalled, and Fletcher go back. Will Buckley get recalled though? This we're saying this like it's a certain I think, thing. I, I think don't he know will. if he will. I think he will. Their their manager was very much saying that when he got loaned out, like we'll probably recall him back in January because they're not in a great p- position. To be fair. Um, mm. Blackburn but I think I think this is the thing you look at that game I the thing is what we've always said as long as the team puts a, a performance on the pitch we're fine with it kind of thing we can we hadn't seen that beforehand we're now seeing that we can actually put a performance in and actually look like we could actually put a good run of game together and that's we, we, we yeah, but no don't we, the team seems to have an identity now yeah they seem to have a play style and an identity and a desire to win and the manager gets it he gets what the fans bring to the club and he actually he seems to want to interact with the fans and do you know what we've had a lot of we have had in the past sort of managers underestimate sort of like how important it is to have that relationship with the fans i think darren Mm. moore really got it but like a lot of a lot of managers thought they were a little bit too too Probably not good for it, but there was a disconnection there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and Zisco was awful with the fans. Oh, God. In awful terms with of fans, like... awful with the uh, media. You can yeah. you can, you can, t- you can tell Danny's had a lot of good media training, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But we're and obviously, a, a week wouldn't be complete without something happening on the Chancery front, would it? No. Oh, God. No, it wouldn't. Here uh, we go. So. <sighs> I've done things out of order. We've gone straight. Oh, no, we can't do that, actually. We need to we're do not results. in the news yet. Yeah, we, need we need to do to... the review, but we will talk about the Chancery thing in a minute. Let's keep the old order. Um, so the championship review goes as follows. Leicester City nil, Leeds United 1. Millwall nil, Southampton 1. Bristol City 1, Sheffield Wednesday nil. Preston 3, Coventry 2. Swansea City nil. Is it Swansea? Why does Swansea just go by Swansea on there? That's really... I don't know. It, it is Swansea City. I think I've just turned my headphone off. Fantastic. Um... <laughs> Stoke City nil, Cardiff City nil, Birmingham two, oh, Ipswich oh, Town well. two, Plymouth three, Middlesbrough three, Huddersfield nil, Watford oh, nil. So Darren Moore getting a point against Watford there. Rotherham one, QPR one, West Brom three, Full City one. Norwich City, one. Blackburn Rovers, three. And that leaves Leicester City at the top of the table and Sheffield Wednesday at the bottom of the table. I'm not reading the table out too much, though, this week, no, Jake, because no point. I don't want to. I will to. say something. Um, Birmingham go nearly got a good result against Ipswich Town because they were winning 2-0. Right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um... But they didn't, did they? Unfortunately, nope. they didn't get the win. But they held them to the draw. It Switch Town are just ridiculous. Good. Yeah. yeah. Shall we go into the news? That like, yeah. if we have to, yes. So, um, I I think we recorded the podcast before he he said it all. Didn't he did. We? It, he did it. He did it Monday night. He did it like it was like Monday Tuesday night kind of thing. Right. So to catch you up. <laughs> Desh von Chancery was talking to the star and he, you, if you've not heard it, he said, he, he, he was quoted as saying, the fans, if every fan paid £100, we'd clear the £2 million that we owe to the HMRC. We have a situation where if, if we don't pay this within 10 days, we potentially face a three, uh, a transfer, win, a ban for three windows, that yeah. sort of thing. So that comes out from the star. We all react to it. Um, I've already spoke. If you are a follower of my channel and not just the podcast, I spoke to you. Jake spoke to you. We've all had a chat about it, but we haven't had a chat about it. But I think we should talk about when we heard this, obviously, Jake. We, there were some. There was a statement that follows from Chancery, which we will read in a second. But when we first heard this, we kind of... We went off the deep end a little bit, didn't we, Jake? I went I went off the deep end on the Friday when we got embargoed. Mm. Because for me, one embargo is embarrassing enough. To have four in the ownership of the club is really bad. Now, my situation has always been, as long as he's paying the bills and people are getting their wages, then I'm okay with. Granted, it does get sorted in the end but it shouldn't have to be this situation where something comes out and says if we don't pay this we're in trouble it's on you well sorry where's the season ticket money gone where's the shirt money gone where's all that gone 
If our overheads are that yep. expensive, why the hell is something not being done to put more sponsorship coming in, more people to bring more money in? This is what I don't get. I've never understood this. And the line, the line in the statement that really worried me was... Um, not the statement, the stuff from the uh, Star article, was the money in the bank situation and cash flow thing. This isn't the first time we've had a cash flow issue. We had it just before COVID in 2019. He said there was a cash flow issue then. If there's yeah. a cash flow issue, why is it not? Why is something not being done to fix that? Why isn't why there we- reserves? Yeah. This is the thing, the, the, the thing with cash flow, right? It's funny, isn't it? Because he talks about cash flow, and that reminds me of people that have to work paycheck to paycheck, like uh, most of the Sheffield Wednesday fan base that you always yeah. talk about and make us spend a fortune. Cash flow. Um, it's just one hundred and one. <laughs> it's the it. It's just a not great situation because he's talking about how certain staff won't be paid, certain playing staff won't be paid. There's a chance of all of that. That all happens. Everybody goes nuts because we're fed up of it. He comes out and tries to clarify go. some things with another club can statement. I, can, I, can, I, can I just have the quote that he said in the star? We have a problem with cash flow. Money has not come in time, and you have to understand that my business investments do not keep cash in hand. We never keep money in the bank. We spend and invest, and of course we need to get the money back. If cash flow is bad, then we have a problem. I'm not broke. The problem is cash flow. Oh, what? I understand. <laughs> I, I understand that. I do understand that because a lot of a lot of people's money is tied up in other things, yeah. investments, assets, things like that. But it's a rich person problem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you are if you are running a business, people still need to be paid. Yeah. Do the statement. <laughs> Not like we'd have more statement than from the Wednesday yeah. website. I know we, it reads. we would have twenty four points. By the way, if we were counting statements of three three bloody wins. Three points per statement. <laughs> this Franchise Series Club statement. Further to my interview in the media earlier this week, I would like to take this opportunity to expand on some of the detail and also provide an update to the situation. I can confirm that all our players and staff have been paid their salaries in full. I can also confirm that the outstanding HMRC amount has been satisfied and the EFL embargo, embargo, embargo will be lifted. Regarding my interview... I agreed to do this because I was asked and I wish to be as transparent as possible. I was asked questions and provided answers at that time. The business world moves very quickly, which I stressed. I received funds due to me, which allowed me to transfer funds to the club. Money owed to me was late and this had the potential to impact on the club. I explained there is a big difference between the cash flow and the cash in the bank. Money is moved around in business on a daily basis and the current financial climate is impacting on cash flow for businesses all around the world. Thankfully, as far as we are concerned, the issue is now resolved. Which brings me to the situation of fans donating money to save your club. When I I was asked what would happen if money owed to me was not paid in time, I said if 20,000 fans paid £100 each, it it would resolve the issue. I was making the situation totally clear if I did not have the available funds, but ultimately it did not come to that. In business, what happens can be very different tomorrow, and right now this is finished. As I said in the interview, there are no games here. This was a serious situation. I understand that some things are hard to hear, and believe me, some things are hard to say. The bottom line is that Sheffield Wednesday means everything to me, and I will always try my best and do my best for our club today and tomorrow. He does. Right. He does say if in both the things. He does say if, which means 
if there is an issue, so it's not an issue, but if I need to, this is what we need to do. But my thing here is you have been, we have fan base and people who've been near you and close to you have been turning around and screaming for you to get people in to help you a little bit more. And each time someone's done it, it's seen as a criticism. Help isn't a criticism. No. Kind of thing. Now, I, I'll let you go first because, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard because as someone who's always said, like, from the start, you could see his heart was in it. And then he does the thing. He talks about how he cares for the club. But Chancery, if I'm being blunt with you, all of your words recently, you can talk about you'll always do what's best for the club. What you've been saying recently is very contrary to that. Okay, and if you genuinely mean that, you've done a lot to make the fans believe that you don't mean that anymore. So, you, you, cash flow is a legitimate concern. But he talks yeah. about how the times within, you know, the current economical situation has has resulted in businesses not being able to give him the money in time. But luckily, we don't need to worry about it this time. How can you have the irony, the the hypocrisy? of talking about fans putting money into the club and what do you do for your club? Why don't you spend this much money? Why don't you Why spend don't you this? I'm the house. owner. Why don't I do this? When they earn as a collective, you know, as sort of like the majority of the fans earn nowhere near the amounts of wealth that you've got. Mm. I don't know many fans in our fan base that probably would have that apart from the very, very successful and wealthy ones. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yep. it as a, as a general football fan, your average football fan, in terms of like, if you, if you were to average the salaries, it would be nowhere near the amount of riches that somebody like Chancery has got, you would imagine. So you think about the fact that he has been so hypocritical saying fans need to put money in. And then he's he's saying that cash flow issues might have the club in trouble, so fans should spend more. We've everybody's struggling. It's just so tone deaf to me, Jake. That I'm just so the like the cost of living crisis. <sighs> that we are already paying the highest price as season tickets and ticket prices in the league. We are already the team that you know the lovely bobble hat that Josh Windaf was wearing in his interview. That yeah, bobble hat. That, we? At every yeah. other club is fifteen quid. Us twenty six. Why is our shirt 60 odd where people with the same people making it are like 45, 50? There's an issue here. If you are having to, in a sense, tax the fans for the money, there's a problem. Now, it's also, I will say on the shirts, a lot of clubs take a subsidy. uh, So they subsidize it. So we are basically just paying full whack. Um, We've got got a 10 year deal with them as well, I think. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of clubs will will take a hit, a small hit. I think the problem um, is, is that I can't. I know people are like, well, it's been paid now; it's not an issue. That, that's not the point. The point is, it shouldn't have been an issue in the first place. The thing is, like you, you went from Monday telling us that we all have to pay to Wednesday, and I understand business move fast. He got the money; it's all done. I get that. I understand that. But the problem is, is you've already had a season where you've made the entire football club about you. And that's been it. And that's my issue. The football club isn't about you. You've made Do you know what? I never really had I season. never you know until until recently, 
I, I was somebody who didn't really have too much of a problem with him putting Chancery on. I was like, it's his little ego project. But now when I look at that stand, I just want somebody to paint it Boxer. all. Yeah. You I know, think, and I I'm think, like, I think, it's, it's, oh, he's lost it's everyone. Yeah, the, 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 the small minority that will support him. Like, the thing is, I, I, I'll say this. I, I want, I, I want I him will... to do well if he's going to be the owner of our club, but I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, he's not making me want him to be owner of our club at the minute because he's not done... He's, the fact that this was a threat, I, it's almost like, do we, do, do we need to turn around, Jake, and praise him for paying the tax bill and praise him for, do, for doing what he should be doing and paying all the all the, but that's his the job wages as and owner. things like that? Yeah, exactly. That's your job as owner. Like, the thing is, I will always respect Chancery for the amount of money he put into the club. It's the most money any owner has ever put in. I will always praise him for that. But I can't praise him for us being in embargoed. I can't praise him for us having point deductions. I can't praise yeah. him for the fact that we got relegated due to said point deduction. Yeah, last season, he managed to get it all sorted and we got the player. But with that squad and how we were going, we should have gone up automatic, but we didn't. We had to go it the hard way, which is makes you wonder, why didn't Darren Moore get certain players he wanted in January? The thing is, you can't run a football club on the cheap. And if you do, you need to have a dangled recruitment team and a dangled transfer policy. The problem is, whenever we've done transfers, the goalpost gets moved all the time with sales and players coming in. Now, we've only done... In the whole of the time he's been here, we sold Jack Hunt, Lucas Yao, and Alex Hunt. That is it in nine years. The rest of that money has been free agents gone. That ain't good enough. You have to bring in money from sales. Even if it's a really good popular player and you get a stupid amount of money, you then reinvest it. Didn't you we sell Andre Green for a small undisclosed? Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, Andrew Green was a, but he's still that what five players. There's not a lot. Then there might be a couple we're missing, but there's no standouts, is there? Yeah. No, it's just what what gets me is, I always said you got my support while you're paying the bills on time and paying people. Granted, you've now paid them now, but the problem is it shouldn't have got to an article in the Star. <laughs> And the thing is, apparently, like, I didn't see it from Alan Nixon, but apparently the, there were some people on Twitter were quoting him as saying that Chancery's got apparently said either to him or he's heard that he's got no intention of selling. We don't know how yeah. old that nose is. Uh, that nose uh, it was is Sunday. Knows. It was I had Sunday. an itchy nose and I said, no, is not news. Uh, it was on like, Sunday. Okay, fair enough. So he comes out and he says that and we're like, okay, so that's that could be old news because Chancery's always said that and... If somebody mm. lined up, he probably wouldn't want to to, to let on Say anyway. Anything. But yeah. it's a case of if that is the case, and he's going to be the owner, he just needs to do it right. I'll tell you what, Chancery, the one good thing you have done recently in terms of what we will give you praise for is you've brought Danny in. You've done it too late. You should have done it at the start of the season, if you, especially because we know you were looking him at looking at him in the start of the season. So that didn't happen, and we are in. I don't think we'd, we would, well, we wouldn't be in this situation now if it no. was Danny Rawls transfers and that yeah. sort of thing. We just wouldn't be in this situation. But you live and learn from your mistakes. Quite a few mistakes happen. A lot what in this case. What I will case. say is... But just go into the, sh into the background yeah. again. He needs to just disappear into the background. Yeah. If he's learn, gonna, if he wants that. Learn that criticism, criticism isn't us having a go in terms of saying, the problem is you make it that way with what you say and what you do. And also, on his statement, 
I'm going to say it now. That statement doesn't read like he wrote it. At all. All these other ones, you can see he kind of wrote it. That one doesn't. That I don't, first I, honest, honestly, I think... I do think I, people shouldn't be reaching out to him and sending him messages no. and stuff like that either. Email and don't don't don't, don't, e- don't email him. Just, you, don't don't link don't, don't him. Like, just let like, him. Unless you're genuinely asking questions, and if he responds to you with something snarky, then you've got every right to sort of like go back. Do you know what I mean? But if it like if it's like you you met, you, I've seen a few people message him like abuse and stuff like that. That's a different thing, you know. Actually messaging him genuine questions and then if he yeah. gets snarky on the back of that then you do have a right to go back and be like what i think, that, I think I that's, the, seen I that think as that's well. the problem so i'm not throwing everyone is, in the same brush there that's the problem i've seen people sending genuine emails and it come it comes back really defensive to it and i think that's not gonna bow well if you keep doing that the problem yeah. is the more you do that the more it's gonna annoy and frustrate people and the thing is like on some of the ones i've seen it's like sell your house it's like why should we sell our house it's our houses. Why should someone have do, to do, do that? Do we know if that's real? Yes. Because if that's real, that is no, mental. No, no, it is real. It is <sighs> real. That's the, that's the problem. Like, don't message him on thingy. Like, the problem is... Chance, if he, so Chancery literally said to a fan, sell your house. Yeah. If you want to help me. Yeah. Well, if we want to do a breakout, that's the title and the thumbnail, isn't it? Sell your house. The, th- the thing, the thing is, I understand. <sighs> the th- the problem is, I got the thing. Well, I, I personally, I don't want to have another breakout, and I know it's great for the channel, but because I, I think we're both. <laughs> no, no about it's it. it's the sad, the sad. Do you know what the saddest thing for me as a Sheffield Wednesday fan is in that situation? Is those videos do well because of the dire situation yeah. we're in, and people are in, uh, are interested to hear about it, and that's that's, that's the, the sad, sad thing. thing. You know, because yeah. also, equally, when we were getting promoted and I was doing those videos, they were doing as well. And yeah. I'm much happier when they're doing well, you know. But um, it's just it's just part of the course. But it's also a case of, like, I always say, like, when we do videos like that, and I, if I make a video on a big topic like that, it's usually a therapy session. And yeah. these breakouts, uh, again, it's more of a case of I, I'd be interested to see people's thoughts on it. Um, as it's developed now, does Chancery just need to go back into the into the background and just keep his mouth shut, or or does he just think I don't he needs think we'll to sell as soon as possible? I don't think we'll see no. see from him for a while. It'll be interesting no. to see what happens in January if he comes over, because that'll be the time where I think you'll probably see him come over and start doing stuff he needs to be on hand to help with transfers because of the time yeah. zone. Well, he's also say, go on, go on. So Chancery is also. Um, this is from the star. Yep. We've obviously recently lost, um, our CEO, Liam Dooley to be CEO at Shrewsbury town. And, um, the star has basically talked about how Chancery has said the following, he said, in quote, we will replace David Downs. I'm currently looking at someone I want to bring in. Scouting on... T- this was uh, back on the recruitment analysis, by the way. Scouting yeah. at the club is something that needs to be done more in detail in and with analysis. Danny actually also has people who can do that and work with us. On top of that, I have what I call my advisors who are outside of the club. So yes, I'm going to bring in someone. It's something that I'm looking for. Danny will work with my people as well because that's not how it work. Because that's how it works. It was the same with Darren. These are the people's clubs and coaches people. He was saying that in response to questions about bringing a CEO 
and the likes. Yeah. And he basically said that it's not how he wants to do things. He actually said the following with Liam leaving. Um, he said, nothing is going to be an issue with Liam leaving. What he looked after will be done by Alistair and his people. Alistair has taken over. He's been doing it a long time, just more behind the scenes. I have people ask me about being a COO or CEO, but it's not something that I'm looking for. Ah! It's Why, Chad Siri? It's a mistake. It's... Uh, the problem is, and I'm all for, like, Alistair doing well because he's worked with Liam in the job anyway, so he's already know what he's doing. But having someone from an outside point of view come in and look at some things is good. It shows you where things can be improved. Like, Alistair's been at the club for... I think he's been at the club for, like, 12 years or longer. He's been here for a while. He, I think he started as uh, general merchandise kind of thing and he moved up the rank i'm all for that i'm all for someone who's going up the ranks in a job i think it shows yeah, yeah. Up, but having another person come out with come into the, with not a full understanding of the club or an outside looking in going this is wrong i know you've done this well for so many years but what if we try this and see if this works that's my thing there you have to have someone come in and the thing with the recruitment thing i don't like this word advisors every time he says advisors I panic. I won't lie. Every time I hear him say, my advisors, who are they? You never <laughs> let them know who the hell they are. There is and a worry panic- there, isn't there? What? There is a worry there with that. Yeah. Like, I, I'm all right. It's the football people. Like, great. But who are these advisors? Because you never tell them. All we hear is advisors. And the problem is, every time you say advisors, everyone automatically thinks it packs out. And then you have to come out and say, well, Paxo doesn't do this. Well, we have nothing to say that it's not. Give us something to say who it is, and then maybe we'll be able to sort it. Like, I love that Danny bringing his own people in, and he's going to bring in a lot of people who are going to help with this. And the problem is, David Downs, if we knew David Downs was going near the playoff window, or like, say, end of the season playoff window, we knew it would go in, why the hell were we not looking for one then? It's, it's it's that whole short-term thinking, not long-term, long-term thinking. You know someone's already out the door, you start looking for replacement. Yeah. That's exactly that that's exactly it. You need to you need that mentality. It's like even like some a club like Southampton do it with managers because they know that their manager's gonna get poached. They've got this ongoing system. Yeah. You know, of who would be the next in line sort of thing. And you prepare for the eventualities and you keep those sort of things there. And do you know what's easier to do that if it's not a chairman? It's not somebody like if you've got a team, if you've got a CEO who reports to the chairman. Yeah. He can still be in charge. He just needs somebody to actually run the club. And then somebody all, actually takes accountability there. All you need is a chairman. You can still be owner. It's fine. Like there's a lot of clubs that work well with chairman and owner, chairman and owner. Well, it, no, just just see Chance Eric can be the owner and he can call himself a chairman, but then have a CEO under him. And then if that CEO then turns around and says, hey, I think it might be wise to get a director of football in or something, just to try it for a season to see what happens. I don't think we need to do that with Danny Rule at the minute, but I actually don't think he'd even see it. I think Danny it better. I don't think he'd see it as an insult either, to be honest. No. No, I'd hope he wouldn't because it's it's a case of... um, I think if he's talking about transfer policy, he can't... What chance are he alludes to when he talks about transfer policy is kind of what a director of football does anyway but he does that with a team of advisors so 
Why again, not just have somebody in that position? Again, who are these advisors? Exactly. I don't want because to the, say the, the best director of football we... are usually the pe- people who have got some experience in that role, believe yeah. it or not. I don't want Go to on. say because we said it in the past, but last time we had this whole situation back in like 2017, 2018, and we were talking about a certain person's son who picked the manager who apparently was helped picking players like who we should sign. Dear God, no. I don't want to do that again. That's not his job. No, but if if he, he, in that respect, he probably was responsible for bringing the likes of Forestieri, and so fair enough. Yeah, um, it was it, it was responsible for Carlos. Yeah, um, I'm done talking about this now, Jake. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, commun- one community topic to wrap us up today actually we will do that now um this is from andy who writes it and says since jordan rose has scored more goals than our club this season should we consider a move for him in january <laughs> with, a, with uh, a face emoticon after that that assumes he's probably not been fully serious but he is bagging goals down in league one yes he is he's doing very well um He's always going to be that player that was always on our radar and just it never worked for us. It's always going to be that kind of player. You get he's, no he's, players. He's he's got no pay. It for me, he's no different to Lee Gregory now. No. Um. So there's no point. And Jordan no. Rhodes is no. Jordan Rhodes is 33. Uh, yeah. But he's. Uh, to be honest, I could see him getting recalled by Huddersfield and Darren Mortar, but he didn't. Re- <sighs> He might have worked in League One with Darren Moore, but Darren Moore might have him back and see if he can do a job for him in January at Huddersfield. I can, I can, I can kind of understand it. It's that they do need goals themselves, but it's, I think for us, if we go down the recruitment line we've just done with uh, Anthony and Deji, I think that's the right way to go down our recruitment policy now. That's Kasama and Masaba for people who uh, aren't aware that Jake's trying to say front first names because he can't say the surnames. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it is that thing. I think if you look at that, if you actually look at the average age of the quad, it went down to like 27 at the weekend from being like mm. 28, 29. So there is, it is working. I think that's the kind of area you need to start looking in. And you never know if we can... I'm saying I said all this stuff about the advisor. We don't know if these advisors help get those to win. We don't know, so I could be really bad at saying that. But at the same time, well, they must we, have had some part of it. Yeah, we we need we need to be looking down that way of thinking. Like, yeah, here here here's the one. If you if you got a manager like Danny Rill, who's very well known in German football, a lot of English kids are now going to Germany's academies. If you go get an English kid out of a German academy who's in their under-18s or just about to break through, here's the thing. You don't have to mess around with work visas. I think um, it's seriously time um, to start investing in our academy, Uh, especially if it looks like we're going to go down again. We need to start putting the money in, bringing our own talent up and and utilising the academy more because it's so... It's so frustrating to think we, we're not in a situation to buy players to fill the gaps, clearly. So 
the academy is something we're going to have to look at more and more. Yep. We have one game left, Jake, before the international breaks. It's coming back around again. I hate the international breaks at the minute. And it's Millwall. Who are and they're just not about to easy hire, side to play. They're just about to hire Joe Edwards, I believe, the under England under-21 coach and former Chelsea. Yes, because they parted ways with Gary Rowett, didn't they? They did. Um, they are 18th win. in the championship. Their last game was a 1-0 loss against Southampton. Their away record is 10 points. Their home record is 7 points. They are currently sitting on 17 points. 17 points is 18th in the championship, which just shows how far off the pack we currently are. Yeah. <sighs> but how are you feeling going into this one? It's a, it's a big game before before the um, international break. <sighs> got it. We've just got to use that home crowd. We've just got to use that to our advantage and try and build on that. Um, I think the last... No Bannon, though. If, if if obviously this red card doesn't get appealed and overturned, we're without Bannon. I think if you don't have Bannon, you put Byers and Volks in there. Yeah. And you just I do worry way. about our creativity, though, because we, we're already sort of... Bannon really just... You can tell he works in this role side, uh, this role side yeah. kind of side because he's passing. It just works. He keeps things moving. I, I will worry. say something in the Bristol City game. What was really lovely to see was when Johnson came on and he butted a gut and really played well and tried to make things working in like the last like five minutes of the game he came on. Now, here, yeah. here's the thing. When we don't have Bannon, we lack that creativity. Someone needs to start stepping up big style or we need to start looking for the next Bannon. I think we all thought we found that with Byers. Buyers, when fit, can do it. When they're both in the team, I it's think fantastic. I think Backinson might get a look in, and I think he might mm. try and like mould him a little. Because Backinson's not—he's he's mid twenties, isn't he? He's like—he's only twenty. He's in that. He's in that. He's in that make or break time in terms of will he break into this squad properly? Yeah. So let's Play see him in what the right position and not him. and not other winger. Then maybe we get a chance. We've got to go to win every single fixture at the minute. Millwall are not yeah. an easy team to play. Um, they're going to definitely fancy their chances here but we need to be on the front foot go for the win crowd get behind them as we always do and just try and go, go for that, that international three break with three with points another three points yeah the beautiful thing about this for us is that this will be the third time Danny gets a full two weeks with them and I think yeah. that two weeks could be very crucial because we wanted that when he first got appointed and we didn't get it now we're going to have two weeks where there's no game time. We can try to, Like I said, my only worry is that we lose a bit of that momentum. But if that momentum can be put into training and built up, then the better. But let's see what happens. It's going to be a long old season. Here's the thing. Three points puts us six points from safety, theoretically, yeah. um, depending on what happens with the Huddersfield and Coventry games. But that looks a lot better going into an international break going, look, it's six points to make up and then we're back in the pack. Yeah. You know, that's that's more doable because at the minute, when you're still sort of nine points away from it all, you're like, oh, mm. it's not ideal, is it? No. But get another three points, you're looking at nine points, you're on the up. It will also mean it's win-loss-win for Wednesday if we get the win, which is better yeah. form. It would actually put us on better form than a couple of the sides currently down there. So, the problem is, rather than have been getting a couple of draws, but it's a case of we need at least a draw, but 
Just get the three points, lads. Come on. The the, the problem you've got is QPR just got a new manager. Doesn't always work, Rob, though. We know this. This guy. Yep. Rotherham could potentially get another man, a new manager. If you're, if you're going on form, guide at the minute, we're 21st from the last six games with QPR, Norwich, and Coventry below us. Yeah. So, technically, get three points, and we are probably looking at six points safety going into the international break. Yep. Don't get the three points, or don't get a point, then we're coming back really, really wondering if we're going to be relegated by Christmas. And also, just on that note, <laughs> the first game back in Birmingham City. Yes. Who are struggling. <laughs> yes. In general. I mean, they did well in the week, but in the at the weekend, but... Well, not really. That they was were the up and, they, they were Yeah, but up no. But in terms of being able to... They can score goals. We can't seem yeah, to yeah, score yeah. a lot of goals. Um, yeah. However, I will say I thought I thought Rule got the starting lineup for uh, Bristol City bang on. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly I'm, what I want I'm, to see. I'm just very bit. excited to see those two young lads do well on the wings now because it's starting yes. to work. They've both got tricks, speed, and everything. If we can get that going, and just somebody in the middle, <laughs> Bailey, uh, who can go, then <laughs> it, we, well, we Smith, Smith as well is Smith is decent. So yeah, yes, it's just a case of um, play to the strengths. I mean, if you are actually using overlapping, if you know, if you're using overlapping wingers flooding the flooding the space and then pinging crosses in, yeah, I know they'll probably cut inside quite a bit these, but like if you are doing that, Gregory's a decent shout for that, but. I do think it should be Smith. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think it should be Smith, and I, I think Kadamatri. I think what I'll actually benefit is if we are winning in this game and Kadamatri gets 10 minutes or something, but I think the international break for Kadamatri will actually benefit him a lot because he's going to be with the squad even more. We could see... This could be a situation where we come back after the international break and Kads is either going to come on off the bench or is yeah. there's been a consideration on him because if, if he puts that to... I think Maybe the international break is going to be massive in the for second him. Half. Maybe yeah, it's like exactly. A yeah, I think that's the thing. You look at you look at the under twenty ones, and you now look at the first team. It looks like you've been told you're training with the first team now, mate. You're a first team player now. So yeah, yeah. Do you know what is interesting now? Because I'm not that old. I'm not as ancient as you. But there's players in our academy who are like eighteen that have watched my career modes for the past like four years <laughs> since yeah. they were like fourteen, and they've and like I've I've they've chatted they've like said like comments and stuff and stuff like that and i'm like oh ah. no this is where you start to feel old yep <laughs> <sighs> not funny well, there we but... go <laughs> no but i tell you what podcast guests one day mm. maybe yeah I'd, I'd love to do an really episode on that. yeah um but anyway that's all i've got for this week's episode of talking wednesday jake anything to add yourself just enjoy your week and let's just see where we are this time Monday. Hopefully it'll be a bit better on the footballing scene as in terms of playing and someone takes DC phone off in an email off him so we can't reply to you. Yes, and any ideas you've got or any topics you'd like if maybe we explore a big topic for um, the international break because there's going to be very little and hopefully the club doesn't implode in terms of transfer statements. So we won't. We, we're actually hoping that international break will be quite quiet. But if, yes. in terms of episodes, if there's anything you want us to talk about in that gap, uh, leave the comments below this podcast. But thank you very much for watching this week's episode 
So, uh, work week episode, can't talk this week now, going now. I'm going to go and eat some food. Take care, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.